we need to get like a dog slip and slide that would be hilarious and take videos of it and put it in slow-mo it would be so funny next let's boob snoots event (laughs) oh yes oh yes doggy slip and slide um it says mist your dog with cold water uh try to create like a cool cool give them a little spritz i'm just thinking about the slip and slide We'll need, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> the Puppa Medics on standby. Doom, 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 boom. Let's snoot, snoot, boom. Let's snoot. Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. I'm Heidi. <laughs> and I'm Vero. And guess what we're doing today? <laughs> We're booping snoots. Of we're course we snoots. are. Of course we we're are. <laughs> why do why do we always laugh so hard when we start? It's always funny. It's because for know. the longest time, it's because for the longest time, folks, Vera and I, we would like try to synchronize it or just like start the show, but we'd always like talk over each other and be like, yep, 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 My name's Arrow. And so, <laughs> so st- still sometimes we'll point at one another to be like, hey, no, you, no, me, no, you, you, me, you, me, and still mess it up. So that's just, it's what a time to be alive and podcasting. <laughs> now we have like awkward pointing me, you, me, and then we me. still mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the podcast in life. <laughs> Hashtag podcast. <laughs> podcast life. So before yes. we start the show, mm-hmm. we would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw Food Service is located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. And also a big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9 p.m. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting a little booba snoots. <laughs> and you can find these sponsors' details in this episode's description. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So Thank today, you. we are in midsummer. It's hot, hot diggity dogs. <laughs> hot diggity dogs. We're going to talk about what heat stroke looks like in our doggos. And should we, before we go there, and I know we've said it on um, many an episode, but let's just throw it out there again, just because it's the hot summertime. Don't leave your dogs in your hot cars, everybody. No. We all see the, we all see the announcements. We all 
hear about like the horrible things that happen. We all hear about people booping windshields when you leave your dog <laughs> in your car. <laughs> so just so just don't do just it. Don't do it. Even if you think like I'm just going to be a minute, don't do it. Don't do it. Nope. Don't do it. Nope. You're gonna you're gonna get people real mad. And even if you think you're gonna roll your windows down, no, nope, nope, not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Leave your dog at don't home. Don't do it. Yes. Where there is fresh water, maybe some AC. Or only visit pet friendly places where they can come with you. Yes. Like oh, Home Depot. How about it? Lowe's. Home Sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pet stores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's a whole list of places you can go with them. <laughs> Or, you know, slap on a service dog. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, folks. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. So what does heat stroke look like? Um, I read this study that was done in the UK. And they found that 1,222 dogs receive veterinary care for heat stroke at some point in their life out of 900,000 dogs with 400 affected in a single year and 14% of the dogs died as a result of their heat stroke. So that's like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And hot weather alone was involved in 13%, of course. So that's like, there's 1% where it was not. So riding in or being left alone in hot vehicles accounted for 5%. And they even said, as one of the causes, your doggy being trapped under blankets. Oh. That's so sad. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So signs of heat stroke in your dog. Elevated body temperature. So I believe 103, 104 Fahrenheit um, is not good. Not good. No. So heavy panting or Take. rapid breathing to release heat. Mm -hmm. Excessive drooling is another sign. Glazed eyes. Excessive thirst. Increased pulse and heartbeat. So if your doggy is dehydrated, their pulse will increase. Weakness, mm -hmm. collapse, bright or dark, dark red tongue and gums. Stumbling, vomiting, bloody diarrhea. Oh, yeah. Seizures and unconsciousness. It's kind of funny because, like, I'll bring Ralph for a walk, like, during the evening when it's a bit cooler. And sometimes he does some pretty, like, heavy panting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I'm, like, really, like, and, and I think, like, if you ask most of the dog walkers and stuff like that, like, on the super hot days where it's, like, Ugh, like crazy hot like we're canadian up here so uh we got the celsius going on but if it's like <laughs> 35 or even like higher than that like with the humidex and stuff like really you shouldn't be bringing your dog outside at all mm -hmm. like it should be for quick bathroom breaks and stuff like that and you should keep them like in a cool dark place and you shouldn't run them or exercise them because you're going to risk that overheating and heat stroke man yeah and if if you have ever experienced heat stroke as a person then you would not like do the same to your dog either it is 
miserable. Like it makes you so sick. Yeah. Oh, you feel like you can't move. You're so like nauseated and like, yeah, yeah, vomiting for sure. You feel like you don't even want to be around light at all. It's like you need to be like in a freezer almost (laughs) to like feel better. Yeah. So our pavement gets so, so hot. Yes. I think that the little pause is like the only place where they sweat. And now they're on this like plus 30 degrees so pavement where when you're watching yep. it you can see like the heat rise <laughs> there's people like cooking eggs yeah. like on the pavement outside yeah. <laughs> yeah so dog walkers and like you'll see memes and stuff like about this too is like the best rule of thumb is to go outside and touch the pavement with your hands and if you can't well neither can you down nope <laughs> nope so don't do it unless you're taking them to like a grassy area or place where there's like water but on like asphalt concrete pavement and like like you will burn their paws and people have also i'm sure seen the horrific videos of like dogs with their pads all blistered and cracked and like from from being burned yeah like yeah it's no good it's no good now speaking of little paws and a hot pavement have you seen the wagware little like croc like booties <laughs> no they're called they're from wagware but they're called wagwellies mm-hmm. and they look like little crocs <laughs> for your dog <laughs> i think we did see those once before yeah i think we did they are I think so I- cute Oh my God, they do look cute. So you can like, you know, in the winter, like when, when we've talked, like when we're, while we're talking about extreme weather and stuff like that in the winter, there's like uh, wax that you can put on your dog's paws. There's booties that you can get for them. And you got to train them to wear and like all of that. Um, But in, in the summer, I guess you could put booties on them too, but that's just going to, I think make them more hot especially if it's that hot that the pavement's like that much I don't know that I would be willing to put boots on them even still yeah you know if it's too is it gonna make them hotter yet like now you're just like the from the one place that they can sweat you're gonna cover it Mm -hmm. up like yeah I I think it's just best to avoid going outdoors if you can and if you are again like go to grassy like cool areas yeah and don't and don't like run your dogs or excessively like exercise them because chances are if it's that hot on a day like that there's usually heat warnings out and they advise humans not even to go stay outside for long periods of time yeah so if the pavement's too hot then it's too hot altogether it's too hot altogether and i will say on that note like um i recently spent some time in toronto which is like one of our busier canadian cities it's a concrete jungle it is (laughs) hot hot there like on a good day and I couldn't believe the dogos that I saw out walking around downtown and yes they looked hot like there was this big floofy husky and I was like you poor dude because like I'm sweating to the point where I feel like I'm gonna pass out like he's got to be like ugh. so but who knows you know maybe he's outside for just like a quick little bathroom break and back up to his cool apartment maybe je ne sais pas but I was surprised to see all the dogos that were out yeah, yeah. and I felt bad for them because it was so so freaking hot but um on that same note like I found a quick little list here of like ways to cool down your dog yes 
tricks to cool down your dogs in hot weather. So it said uh, a cold, refreshing drink. Another good thing to do is to just like freeze some toys. Yeah. So you can, you, there's a lot of like dog toys that you can purchase that are almost like, like sort of like baby teething toys <laughs> that you can put in the freezer that where it's just something cool for them to play with. It will feel cool in their mouth. It's probably refreshing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so do that. You can also like freeze like another, like people, you can freeze like a piece of kibble and ice cubes because they're going to see the kibble yes. and they're going to try to get at it. And then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. And to tell you the truth, like, I think I mentioned this like ages ago, like on, on our show, but if you um, freeze water with like a little bit of chicken broth or something like that in it, like in a, in a freezing tray, in an ice tray, in a freezing tray, in a freezing tray, <laughs> in an ice tray, um, and train your dog to like start eating ice. It's really good for their teeth too. Like it cleans their teeth yeah. really well. And I've had several friends with dogs that they would just feed like the odd ice cube too, and they crunch, crunch, crunch it. And they trained them how to do this by using like frozen chicken broth and stuff like that, not straight up, just flavor it a bit so that they're like, oh, mm, mm, mm. yum, yums. Because, yeah, chomping on the ice cubes is really good for their toothy tevas. Why do I say things so weird all the time? <laughs> for their toothy tevas. <laughs> I say things weird because I don't know how to I don't know. <laughs> so, yes, a cold, refreshing drink um, using... Um, so, if they are starting to look like they're overheated, they said you can take, like, an, a cold ice pack and put it underneath their armpits. <laughs> their pitties. <laughs> Their pitties, under their pitties, their dog pitties. <laughs> Find a cool spot for your dog to rest. You can go for a swim. Mm-hmm. You can pull out the hose and have a little hose time, a little spritz, a little sprinkler. <laughs> Get out the slip and slide. Go to town. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we we need to get like a dog slip and slide that would be hilarious and take videos of it and put yes. it in slow-mo it would be so funny like have Next them like run because then the event <laughs> oh yes oh yes doggy slip and slide um it says mist your dog with cold water uh try to create like a cool, cool give them a little spritz i'm just thinking about the slip and slide we'll need oh, like yeah. <laughs> the puppa medics on standby <laughs> <laughs> It's true. That sounds like a hip breaker or like a jo- like a, a hip displeasure. <laughs> Puppomatics. <laughs> the Puppomatics. Oh my god! And we can get a dog ice cream truck. Like we are full oh on god. planning an event yes. right now. <laughs> I think we should make a dog ice cream truck that goes around the neighborhood playing the songs, or an ice cream truck but with ice cream for doggos yes. too, like like frozen Greek yogurt. Yes. Mm. Be so good with healthy <gasps> things for them in there. Um, another thing that I used to do with my dogs, and this is something that you can purchase through a holy raw nutrition, is chicken necks. It's a nice yes. frozen treat. So you don't even have to thaw it. Like just if you're going to, if their dogs are going to go outside. I, so I think we've talked about this before too, like frozen treats and it grosses people out and stuff like that. So like I would give my dogs in the summertime a chicken neck and they'd go out in the backyard and they would go to town on this thing, Mm -hmm. man. It is. It's like, it's like a popsicle to them. It's like a nice treat. It's really good. The cartilage is really good for their teeth as well. And people think it's gross because then they have chicken like all over their face and their paws because they're like, they literally go to town on these things. And, um, 
but just hose them down. Yeah. If, if you're that concerned or get some baby wipes and just like something natural to wipe them down with, if you're that concerned, but like, uh, I usually bring them back inside and say place. Cause they'll lick themselves afterwards. Give themselves a nice bath Yeah, because they do have the chicken all over them a little bit. If you're worried about getting salmonellas all over your house, but I mean like just make like, it's something to occupy them like literally for like a good half hour to 45 minutes. And they love, love, love. Well, I guess depending on the dog, if you've got like, a <laughs> like big more like chomp, chomp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you've got a chompomatic three thousand. <laughs> but see, it's hard when it's frozen though, so yeah. it forces them to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, for sure. So there's all these different things, and of course, just like keeping them inside in a cool house. And um, what else can you do? You can give them a bath. Um, what did I say? Misting was another one. Um, you can cool them down with like a damp towel even. So if you even just like wet a towel with some nice cool water and just throw it over top of them, it will make them feel like a little bit better and just stay inside. That's, that's the last tip here, which I sort of mentioned earlier. It's just safer to keep them indoors when it's that hot because you don't want a sick doggy. And if like your dog does have heat stroke. Um, it says here for like the cold water, not cold. It says cool water, mm-hmm. I guess cold mm-hmm. and maybe like shock them, <laughs> um, to spray like some cool water mm-hmm. on the neck head area and like between the two front legs underneath and the two back legs underneath, I guess mm-hmm. I would cool them down faster. And like he said, like some cool wet blankets Yeah, and call your vet call your vet and let them know that <laughs> yeah. they're coming because <laughs> chances are they're going to need some fluids fluids for the doggies yes. poor doggy doos mm-hmm. so speaking mm-hmm. of doggy paws i was reading an article online about <laughs> it's called miserable paws um dr karen becker mm-hmm. had it on her facebook And it talks about, um, I don't know if you've seen your dog lick his or her paws constantly, especially during the summer, Um, just licking and licking and licking. My previous dog used to do that. I think Wiggum had a lot of allergies. So your dog walks on a lot of things. It says here your dog is naked. He's naked. (laughs) So they might have, (laughs) they probably accumulate some irritants on their little paws so pesticides herbicides ragweed grass allergens pollen uh, mold spores and dust mites are examples of what can accumulate on your doggy paws so it says here how to make a little solution for your doggy so it says favorite solution for foot bath is providine added to a few inches of water until it looks like iced tea and you just soak your doggy paws your doggy's paws in it for like two to five minutes and you pat them dry and you can do that almost daily depending on like how how bad yeah your doggy I always get stressed like I find like I get a lot of ads and stuff like probably because we're looking up doggy stuff all the time but if there's anybody else out there that like gets these ads where it's like is your dog licking his paws all the time and you're like yes yes he is 
oh my god is he going to die like <laughs> like they seem like so like dun 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 yeah exactly and all this, this sort of stuff but there's oftentimes I bet you like too like if you really want wanted to go super au naturel that you could probably like apple cider vinegar it I bet you you could Ooh. well like, again you well maybe at first or you just dilute it yeah Remember, like, when when Gibbs had that weird, like, rash on his nose, on his snoot? He had, like, mm-hmm. a weird, like, th- like, like circle thing, and it almost looked like ringworm or something like that. Ringworm? Yeah, and I put, like, this was, like, before I did, like, you know, like, super reading into it and didn't think about diluting it, but I, I put, like, pure like apple cider vinegar on it <laughs> at first but he tolerated it well it's not like he was like going away like the smell was a bit strong but anyways but man that cleared that up like so quickly it really mm. is yeah and Lou has a little something weird in her ear these days that's another thing another place where bacteria sort of gathers a lot again it, especially if you have the floppy ear dogs is in the ears yes so floppy well, flop I'll just mention that real quick while we're talking about our au natural solutions because uh, I, I told the story before when Gibbs was a pup and they were saying like clean his ears, clean his ears, clean his ears and they said get an alcohol free thing and here I am at the pet store and I'm looking at all these fancy products and they're also super expensive and then a friend of mine said do you want know what the best thing is for cleaning ears and I said what? She said apple cider vinegar and let me tell you it is. It honest it to works. God is. It really does. Like yeah. it uh, it clears it clears it cleans their ears like so well like it literally melts away like the earwax like it's gross like pulling all that stuff out of their ear and you can stick your finger like pretty like deep down there but anyways so if you have the floppy ear dog and a floppy ear dog that likes the water that's like mm-hmm. a breeding grounds for some bacteria some yeast build up you can probably do it once a week yeah during the summertime if you can remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my problem it did, it did work on ralph though he had like a stinky ear infection mm-hmm. a couple of times and it worked yes it's so good did it for about like five days mm-hmm. twice a day little syringe half water half apple cider vinegar and you just squirt it in rub it and then i would just take like a cotton swab and just remove the excess yeah and do it outside because when you squirt it in the earth, guess what they do? <laughs> they go flappy, 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 Expensive product or apple cider vinegar everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Fungus I have this chunkies. Oh, na- nasty <laughs> bacterial spray everywhere. <laughs> um. I do have to do that to Lou right now because she has like a weird something. It's weird. It doesn't look like it's like a ringworm. Or it doesn't look like it's a rash. It's like these patches of like super crazy dry skin. It's got to be some kind mm. of like reaction to something. And she won't yeah. even and she won't even go in the water. I tried getting her in the pool this weekend and she's like, uh, yeah, no, thanks. And I'm like, come on, girl. She did go in the water before though, right? She went in. She Well, she jumped in the frozen lake at the cottage at Easter. So I don't know if that traumatized her. And she's like, she's like, no, thanks. But the backyard pool, she's like, no, thank you. She's like, no, thank you. And I tried calling her over and then my kids would squirt her at the water gun. So I I lost her trust for a bit, but then I could get her to the step and I was trying to get her to put her paws down the steps at least. But she was like, yeah, it's a no for me, dog. But you know who would jump in? Yeah, R- Ralph Aroni. Ralph would jump in. 
without even thinking twice. Uh, he might think about it. <laughs> I, I think he would eventually jump in. Oh my god. Yeah. So, I mean, it might be like a blessing in disguise for me because um, I've got two Weimaranas and they've got the floppy ears to the max and Lou's ears are like literally like elephant-sized floppy. And <laughs> so I feel like if she was like an avid swimmer, like it, it would be like bacteria and infection like galore. So mm-hmm. I don't want to push it too hard. I mean, like I love a good swim with a dog. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it can go a little disastrous. They try to climb on you and you end up getting scratched in the water. And <laughs> but That's um, true. Yeah. Scratchy, scratchy. follow you and you're like, no. I know. I'm planning on getting a big floaty thing for our lake at the cottage again, too. So I don't want them coming over and oh, popping yeah. it with their claws. So. so there's all these things to consider whether you want to swim dog or not but anyways yes the ears clean the ears with the apple cider vinegar and again like vero said the providine works on debacterializing your dog's paws but i bet you apple cider vinegar would as well but dilute people dilute so the providine you said till it looks like iced tea yeah and apple cider vinegar i would just like it's half and half yeah i would say yeah it works it works well for the yas i'm sure it works well for the pals and you can mix them in a container so you don't have to mix it every time yep do like a quarter cup and a quarter cup yep and then you have it ready yas you can even do it like in a spritz bottle so you can just lift their ears and spritz inside (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna love that i use a syringe and i like really get it in there i know i gotta do that i really gotta do that with my lulus with my lululemon my lululemon brushing ralph's teeth oh yeah it's interesting (laughs) (laughs) how so he well i he doesn't like the taste of the toothpaste it's like this um like baking soda oh toothpaste so he's like (laughs) he just wants to like then he just wants to lick the toothbrush Mm-hmm. But then if I kind of like let him bite it a little bit, I can mm-hmm. like rub, rub yeah. his teeth with it. But I can't seem to get the front teeth, just the back teeth. Oh, we'll get there. We Ra- there. Ralphoroni. <laughs> so while we're talking about backyard pools and celebrations and stuff, it was um, Canada Day recently here for us Canadians. And Canada Day is pretty close to Independence Day down in the united states of america and on those days come loud mm-hmm. noisy pow in the skies as my kid used to call them <laughs> pow in the sky pow in the, pow sky. In the sky no pow in the <laughs> sky um so let me tell you you know, heidi's got a story everyone shocker um <laughs> so we decided this year to um go visit my mother-in-law's place and she always uh grabs the fireworks and we go to the park and set some fireworks off so we i guess haven't really done that with like our dogs at her place so like in past years like so since having gibbon he does not react to fireworks because like i've trained him and he's like not a very reactive dog and he never really cared much about them. Scraps, my first dog, terrified. He would come running. And this was before I knew about dog training and responding to dogs and that sort of thing. 
And I'll say it again as a reminder, like you need to, it's your gut reaction when a dog is reacting to fireworks and is terrified and is like shaking. So I'll give you an example with my first dog and then like how we came along after the fact. So my first dog scraps, like I said, the second a firework started going off, he would come bolting to you. Like, and he was a pretty independent dog, but he'd come bolting to find you wherever you were in the house. He would be tremoring a little bit of whining, but not too bad. And he would hide under a desk or he would hide under a bed or he would like go hiding and just sit there and shake, 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 shake. Like he hated them. And of course, your reaction to that is, oh, it's okay. And you pet them, right? Or you pet them or you snuggle them. And But what you're doing is you're rewarding the behavior, folks. And you don't want to reward that because I have heard of dogs, like I think I had family members with dogs who like thunder or fireworks. It's like literally a nightmare. Like the dogs whining, barking, like beside themselves, like terrified, peeing all over the place. Like you can get like some pretty bad reactions to the fireworks. So Again, this is why it's important with a puppy to socialize them to different noises, like go to loud places, like do loud things, like don't react like when, you know, like if you drop a pan in the kitchen all of a sudden and these types of things, um, socialize your dog so that you don't have to deal with this kind of thing. But anyway, so having said that with her, my next dog, just still not knowing a lot of dog stuff, I just lucked out and she just never reacted to fireworks. She just did not care at all. And then with Gibbs, again, because I socialized him and stuff like that, he wasn't reactive either. So, like, he, he'll, he'll sort of pop his ears up and I'll just go, eh, eh. So, like, even at the little bit of a, oh, like, what is that? Like, I'm like, no, you don't have to worry about it. Not your problem. And he's yeah. like, okay, and, like, goes back to sleep. So, off we go to my mother-in-law's place on Canada Day where we had a nice uh, day in the pool and nice barbecue and stuff like that. And then it's the evening time and we want to go to the park to set off these fireworks that she purchased so number one I I didn't know that we were doing that and I wasn't really well prepared so I didn't have the right leash for my dogs I just had their collar and a leash I didn't have like their their prong collar I didn't have my e-collar I just had a regular old collar we couldn't really the leave them in my mother-in-law's house because there's no place to close them off anywhere and I wouldn't trust like especially with my newer dog Lou to like leave her loose in my mother-in-law's house because she's been over there a few times and she's getting used to it now but like again like I said if you can't like close them off into a controlled space where like you make it doggy safe and they're like I can't guarantee she's not gonna either pee all over the place or eat something that she shouldn't so like we didn't Mm want to leave them so I was sort of forced to take the dogs with us and I'm like well this is gonna be interesting because it's one thing to be inside a house and hear fireworks and then it's a whole nother thing to be standing <laughs> right next to the fireworks watching them like go up. So I had them, it, it was it was a total disaster, folks. It was a total disaster. No. So um, they were setting off fireworks and Gibbon was like super reactive and I was like, and I, again, like I didn't have the prong to even be like, nope, nope, or just try to control him into a sit. So I had him like, and he kept going in between my legs and in between my legs and in between my legs and in between my legs. And every time they'd light one and like, it's like he knew the anticipation of it. So he would start to like freak out a little bit and like move around and shake and like pulling on the leash and like, just like super jumpy and anxious. Lou actually did a lot better than him, which I'm surprised because she reacts like if you open the fridge door while she's eating. It's a weird behavior she has. <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing it's it's mostly around when she's eating. So I don't know if like something happened to her once while she was eating. But like even if I go to fill up the water bowl, she's like, what, 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 what? Like she freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyways, but she was fine with the fireworks. Like she, like she sat there, but I tried to keep them in a sit, but it was a struggle. And then I was like, oh, great. Now is Gibbon going to react to fireworks? But as soon as we got home and went inside the house, I mean, there was fireworks going off all night and yeah, he didn't, it didn't bother him at all. Okay. So, so all that to say, Gibbon doesn't want front row seats to the fireworks guys no <laughs> and i wouldn't and i wouldn't recommend like you know starting when you're looking at socializing your dog i wouldn't recommend starting off front row seats to the fireworks no <laughs> like work yourself up to it like yeah ralph seemed okay yeah i know there was some nearby because i went to the park with ralph this week and you could see like where they lit up the fireworks and there was like plastic everywhere mm -hmm. like wrapping and i was like uh that's what but i hate about fireworks it. too like when people never clean them up, up after themselves it drives me nuts no no anyways he didn't touch it though but yeah i don't think it would bother him even if he was like front seat yeah yeah i don't think so no oh that's pretty good i don't know that's good work it I wonder if there's any fireworks uh, on Independence Day that you could take them to. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, I know Wiggum, it didn't bother him at all. Yeah. But nothing really, really bothered Wiggum. And, and and it's the same with like thunderstorms and stuff like that too. Like it it like thunder scared my scrappy dog. It seems to get the hounds pretty bad. Like it's always like beagles and like basset hounds and stuff like this that re react to the fireworks and the storms that I've heard of. It's always been like a hound of mm. some kind. So I'm kind of surprised that my dogs are totes my goats fine. But they used to get those like anxiety shirts for them to wear too. Like those like thunder. You can oh, get yeah. like a thunder coat. I, I wonder if I wonder if that makes like <laughs> a difference. Thundercoat. I want to. I want like a thundercoat. I I think so. Yeah, it's like a little vest that you put on them, but I'm not sure. I've never heard whether it's made a difference or not. I don't know. Yeah, I know there was um, what's his name? Jackson the Golden Retriever. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's on Instagram. I think it's at Golden Floof. Mm -hmm. And. <laughs> there was stories of him and he's lying down and it says like um like anxious or whatever is canada day mm -hmm. and he has this dish towel wrapped around his head over his ears and tied up <laughs> 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 and then there's another story where he's in another room with the dish towel and it, he seems a little bit better <laughs> yeah like yeah. I, f I find like around this time of year like I don't know if you noticed you and again because we're like always all over the dolgo stuff or whatever but like there's always all these memes and these posters being like think of the animals people like and like all yeah. this kind of stuff and it's just like you know that there's going to be fireworks like the whole world is not going to stop having fireworks because you put made a poster being like think of my dog <laughs> the easier thing to do like rather than get your whole like neighborhood to not do fireworks which we all know is unrealistic is to just socialize your dog to like loud noises yeah make them okay and one of the biggest mistakes people make like i said and i'll say it again and i'll say it again and i'll say it again is don't when they come to you scared and shaking over something that they shouldn't be scared and shaking about i know it feels counterintuitive but don't pet them and coddle them. Mm -hmm. if, if anything, give them a distraction. Put them in place. Ask them to sit. Ask them to lay down. 
but do not reward the behavior. No. Give them something else to focus on. Put them on a leash. Yeah, make start- them sit and give yep. them treats. Start working. Sit, treat. Yep. Yep. And make them work for it so that they're like distracted by it and they're like, oh, okay. And then put them in place. This is why the place command is the best because if they if they're focused on sitting there in place and you focus them to stay there, they're eventually going to get better and know that they don't have to freak out when they hear the pows in the skies, <laughs> the bang bang, <laughs> the pow pow pow, the pow pow. Um, Karen Becker. I'm all about Karen Becker today. Oh yeah, she put up a post about mm-hmm. fireworks and what it does to our our little creatures. So it says here. Uh, bees become disoriented and they don't go back to their hives. What? Birds have panic attacks at night causing mass deaths. What? Wild animals raising babies abandon their dens in fear. Fish and other animals perish after ingesting firework debris. Oh my god. Companion animals have anxiety and panic attacks and humans have PTSD. So, all oh, no. like <laughs> e- e- even though uh, what I just said is is kind of true, like we're not there's not going to be like a firework ban coming like anytime soon. No. I mean, like there isn't certain places and stuff like that. But do you want to? I wish only control what you can control. Exactly, and people are going to light off their as long as people are selling fireworks around this time of year. People are going to buy them and people are going to set mm-hmm. them off. And young kids are going to play with them and set stuff on fire. I had a themselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's like it's so funny. We were having this conversation like the other day, and somebody was saying like um, they were talking about a Roman candle fight. So it's like those ones they they look like a stick, and you light the end of it, and it goes and oh, and it's one at a time. Those are the they're called the Roman candles, and people always used to talk about and it seems to be like a young teenage male thing to do but if you talk to any dude and say like have you ever heard of roman candle fights because like somebody would I, I happened in on a conversation where people talking about this and they're like who would do that like i've never heard of this before in my life and i'm like oh no like my husband used to do that like as a kid <laughs> like, <laughs> like boys do dumb things when they're young like i have a friend who used to soak tennis balls like in gasoline and play Ten- light it on fire and try to play tennis with a fire tennis oh ball. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! The teenage boy brain is an interesting place. <laughs> but I see. Anyways, <laughs> people. But what, when I hear about all those things, it is a terrible thing. And to me, I think moving forward. And this was actually like on like one of those shows. We are totally digressing away from the dog topic here. But I think that this is a solution to firework problems. Like all everything that Dr. Becker just listed off is um, drones. They're starting to use drones with lights. And they're programming like hundreds of them together. So that like you can put on a huge light show like fireworks. Cool. With, with programmed like synchronized and choreographed drones and then you don't get any of the debris and you don't get any of the fire stuff you don't get any of the loud sounds like they just play music and they put on like a light show you should literally google this it's like one of the i think it's way cooler than any fireworks show that i've ever seen it sounds really cool yeah like i used to love fireworks as a kid but anyways but this is like next level man like it's cool like there's computer people like working on on these types of shows but pretty um, cool i think it's cool and it would solve all those problems that dr becca just listed off yeah. Dr. Karen becker. 
Dr. Karen Becker. But even like all these things that you don't think about, but um, one thing that I'll mention really quick, but I think we should save it for another show, I think, is um, mm. there is a show on TV. I think I may have talked to you about it called like the, what is it? The Hidden the Hidden Life of Pets or The Secret Life of Pets on Netflix. Have you heard of this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch it? I watched the first episode. Yeah, like they obviously, The Hidden Lives of Pets, it's called. And they kind of talk about like different domesticated animals, like superpowers kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like um, a bunny playing basketball. Yes. Or fish playing soccer. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, man, you got to see that. But anyways, there's all these like cool (laughs) things on there. And of course, they focus a lot on dogs because it's like literally man's best friend. They say it several times on the show. But anyways, we'll talk about that show like on, on one of our next podcasts and stuff like that. But when you really hear a scientific explanation of how their senses work, it makes you rethink cool. how you interact with your dog. Yeah. Yells. Hey, dogs. Hey, dogs. Dogses. Dogses. Hey, dogses. <laughs> and I think, is it? Is it a rap? It's a rap! <laughs> <laughs> it's a rap! <laughs> it's a rap! Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Boop Snoots, and you can listen to our show on Spotify and iTunes weekly. And before we let you go, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends, that come into one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkeys, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I personally get all my food for Ralph from Holy Raw, and I have nothing but great things to say about them, their food, and their staff. We are so thankful, so, so thankful to have them as a sponsor. And you can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, Holy Raw, as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. And also a big, 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 big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Call Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9 Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for Let's Boop Snoots, and we'll see you next week for a brewski! <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of next week, join us next week. Next week! <laughs> next week. Next week, join us for a brewski and a Let's Boop Snoots. <laughs> Boop! Boop!